1: You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC, channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. So if you have your Bibles open, 2 Samuel 23, let's pick it up in verse 1. Now these are the last words of David. Thus says David, the son of Jesse, Thus says the man raised up on high, the anointed of God of Jacob, the sweet psalmist of Israel. The Spirit of the Lord spoke to me, and his word was on my tongue. The God of Israel said, The rock of Israel spoke to me. He who rules over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. David is nearing the end of his life, and uh, it says these are the last words of David, and he's nearing the end of being one of the greatest kings In history, right? One of the greatest kings in Israel, but he was one of the greatest kings in the history of the world. And here he looks back on his life and he says, Look, there are some keys to greatness, keys to being a great leader. And I think it's important for us uh, to glean some truths here today uh, uh, about the two things that David says a great leader must have. The first thing he says is that the person must be a just person there in verse 3. And then he says, a person must walk in the fear of the Lord. So in verse 3, where he says, the God of Israel said, the rock of Israel spoke to me, he who rules over men must be just ruling in the fear of God. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, Pastor Bob, I'm not a leader. And so, uh, you know, this sermon doesn't have anything to do with me. Well, There's not a parent or a grandparent or a supervisor or a manager or a teacher or a coach or anyone who's not a leader. All of us have influence in other people's lives around us. And every Christian is a a leader in some area of life. In fact, Jesus said to all believers in Matthew 5, 13, you are the salt of the earth, you are the light of the world. We are all to be influencers for God, right? You all know about influencers right? In the last five years, we know about influencers, people who get on social media and tell you how to do your makeup or how to dance, right? And so, uh, and you know, 50 years from now, no one's going to know who any of those people are, right? How many of you know who PewDiePie is now? I don't even know if that's how you say it. Raise your hand if you know PewDiePie. All right, two of you, right? I don't even know who PewDiePie is. I just know it's the name of an influencer, right? How many of you know who the Apostle Paul is, right? I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. We're called to be influencers that influence our world for good, for the kingdom of God that has eternal value. And, uh, you know, when we think about influencing people, David says, look, there's some things you need to know about. it. And, and, you know, we want to influence the world, not have the world influence us. And I think one of the biggest problems in the church today is that the church is being influenced by the world and the church is not influencing the world, right? The apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 11, 1, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. And so Paul's saying, look, I'm an example. Follow my example. We're all examples. We all need to be an example wherever we go. As Christians, that's what we do. We are an example. Now, I'm here to tell you, I don't like that truth any more than you do. You're like, Pastor Bob, why are you telling me that I'm an example? I don't want to be an example. When I first got married, I would say to my wife, she would say, You can't do that. You're an example. And I'd say, look, I'm not an example. They shouldn't be looking at me. They should be looking at Jesus. And then she'd say, Well, Paul said, Follow me as I follow Christ, right? Aren't you a Christian? Aren't you following Jesus? Are you an example? I'm like, uh, don't look at me, right? I mean, I don't want people to look at me, but here's the truth. If you're a Christian, people are looking at you, right? And, and the reality is that I had a hard time believing this truth. You know, you hear people say, you know, they just can't receive that truth. Now, when I was younger, I didn't even know what that meant. But I understand what it means now, that people can say things to you that your mind says, I don't want to hear it, right? I mean, you might not do those actions, but you don't want to hear it. And, and I didn't want to hear when I was a young Christian, Romans 14, 7 says, for none of us lives to himself. What does that mean? Well, it means that you do not live in a bubble where you don't influence people. Your life is influencing people for good or for bad, whether you believe it or not, whether you go blah, 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 or not. It's just a reality. Every one of us have an impact on the people around you. Now, you influence people, and you don't have to have Instagram or Facebook to do that. Now, all of us have a certain amount of influence for good or for bad around wherever we're at, on your children, your grandchildren, your coworkers, right? Uh, The people around you looking at you, your kids, your grandkids are looking at how to live life, and they are learning how to respond, right? If they drop something on their toe, they learn what words to say when you do that, right? Or whatever, right? And so all of us have influence, and we need to be reminded that people are watching us whether we are aware of it or not. Whether you think I'm not a leader, I don't have influence, the truth is you do have influence. People are looking at you, and we need to be reminded because I was reminded a couple times this week uh, you know, I was at Costco checking out, and the guy, you know, putting our groceries in the cart says to me, hey, Pastor Bob, and the guy who's running the cash register says, hey, how do you know Pastor Bob? He's like, well, I go to his church, and he goes, I go to his church, I'm like, you're a Christian, oh, well, you're a Christian, and then the, you know, and then the lady at the next aisle, hey, Pastor Bob, and it's just like, "Woo!" everybody hears like, uh, you know, but here's the thing, I could just see it in the cashier thing, like, oh, you're a Christian, oh, what did I say this morning in front of you, right? I mean, here's the thing, you don't know, right? Uh, I, I was with my wife in our neighborhood uh, last week, and, and this lady who, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, she comes to church here, but uh, she says, hey, Pastor Bob, you know, I gotta tell you, that, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, my husband invited Jesus into his life at church, and it's so exciting, and, and you know, and, you know, I'm just going through my life, and and I used to think, oh, no one knows who you are, no one, but people are looking at you. People know, right? Now, they might not come up to you and, and you know, say, hey, like they do me, but uh, for some reason, you know, now people are bolder just to talk to people, but uh, but they're, they're watching you, right? Whether it's at school, at work, at church, wherever you go, people are watching you, your kids are watching you, your grandkids are watching you, right? And David tells us at the end of his life, if you want to be a great influencer, if you want to be a great leader, there's a couple things you need to do. You need to be just. Now in verse three, he says, he who rules over men must be just. What does it mean to be just? Well, it means that in every circumstance and in every situation in life you do the just thing or we might say the right thing as it relates to God's definition of the just thing now where does a person learn what is the right thing or what is the just thing in every situation and this is an important question and if i were to ask you where do people learn what is just what is right well as a christian the answer is the bible right you can know that every time you obey God's word, you obey the Bible, in every situation, you're doing the just thing. Now, that is not easy. It's difficult, but when you do the just thing, you will be a great leader, you will be a great example, and the result is, you will have a blessed life. Now, a person doesn't have to be the smartest person in the world, or the most talented, or the most educated, or even be able to understand everything to enjoy the greatest kind of life that can be lived on planet Earth. All that's required is that to live the greatest kind of life is that you simply have a desire to obey God's word. Now, why is that? Well, because God was your creator. He knows how you function, He made you, He knows what's good for you. Just like if you want to know, if you have an Apple phone, if you have an iPhone, uh, and you want to know how to spy on people in your family, you just call up Apple and say, hey, how do I track those people on my phone? And, and like, okay, get in their phone and turn on tracking or whatever. And, and right, they know about it. Why? Because they made the phone, right? Here's the deal. God made you. He knows how you function best. And he tells us in his word, hey, this is the owner's manual. The Bible's the owner's manual. And there are many people in the world who would disagree with that. And they are exalting themselves against the knowledge of God. And there are many politicians, educators, People in Hollywood, producers, movie stars that think they have all the answers of how people ought to live, and, you know, uh, and they would say that obeying God's word is just idiotic and, you know, foolish. But here's the thing. The wisdom of the world that we see for people who reject God, uh, you know, what is it producing? When you look at the world, and I don't know if you're able to in your mind jump back to the 50s when there was a show called Leave it to Beaver and what the world was like at Leave it to Beaver's world, uh, which, uh, you know, My wife likes those old shows. And then you jump to 2020, or let's go back one year or two, 2021 or 2020, and and you watch the news, and are things better, right? The truth is the world's philosophies are producing more chaos, more confusion. People are more angry. They have more angst, more anxiety, more selfish, right? Why? Because their philosophy is wrong. It's not from the Bible. And basically the Bible says there's basically... Two philosophies people live by, either God's word or the worldly philosophy. In Proverbs 14, 12, it says, there is a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. In other words, there are people who have philosophies that think, oh, this is the right way to do things, but in the end, it destroys things, it ruins things, it, it kills things, right? And, you know, when you think about in our country in the 1960s when the Supreme Court banned the Bible in prayer as the source to train our children and to train every generation about biblical morals, biblical ethics, biblical values, what what did that? What did they replace it with? How how are we training our children now to have morals and values and ethics? Yeah, it's a good thing to think about, right? Because we're teaching them something. We got rid of the Bible in the '60s, and and what did we? Well, I mean, a simple answer, which it's probably not a you know a correct philosophical answer, but. One of the things we've replaced the Bible with is the religion of we follow the science. You know, I've heard that so much the last couple of years. We follow the science, and many people in our country think that those who report the news, whether it's network news or local news or Instagram or Facebook or what, Facebook or whatever, that they're reporting the truth as we're following the science, right? But I'm here to tell you, they're not following the science, right? They, 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 their, their science changes all the time. You know. When I first got married many years ago, they said, oh, don't eat butter. It's bad for you. Eat margarine. Ten years goes by, oh, margarine's plugging your arteries and causing you to die of heart attack. So eat butter again, right? And, and uh, you know, and then I just read a book last week that said, you know, oh, remember we told you for 30 years don't eat milk and dairy and don't eat red meat? Oh, no, eat, eat red meat. Buy f- whole milk, right? My wife's like, let's go. She went and bought a gallon of full fat milk, and we drank it. She's like, ah, <laughs> just like. No, it's bad. We, we have a jug of 0% fat, and I still can't drink the full fat because who knows if they're lying to me or not, right? I mean, they change their minds all the time. It was like, eat vitamin E. That's good for you. And then 20 years later, oh, vitamin E's killing you. It was like, oh, right? We don't want to be deceived by those deceptive truths. Now, Psalm 119, 130 says, the entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. You don't have to be very smart To understand how to live the best kind of life you can live all you need to do you can be the simplest person ever all you need to do is read God's Word and understand God's Word it gives you the truth of how to live life
0: thank you for joining us for today in the word we'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center if you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you.
1: Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell Or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, channel 2.2 Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you
0: might enjoy a better life If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you. and May you have a great day.